Hey guys, welcome to another week of the Virtus Performance Podcast. Uh, cheers to all you guys for hanging on for the last 60-something-something weeks. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to continue to provide some sort of value, I hope. That's the intention anyway, is to add some value and contribute to your day, uh, whether it be some learning or whether it be a chance to zone out and switch off. Um, today's episode is with Sam Kane. So Sam is a CrossFit coach. Uh, he's a strength, strength and conditioning coach. And he's someone who I had the pleasure of meeting uh, about 10 minutes before this podcast started. So this was a cool conversation to dive into what he does, why he does it, uh, and to actually talk a little bit of coaching shop, I guess. Coaching is my first love, and except for KP. Coaching is my second love. Except for football. Coaching is my third love. Yeah. So this podcast is obviously heavily based around individual stories and lessons and, and learnings and growth um, around life in general and not just the coaching sphere. Um, so today's podcast, although we touched on a few of those subjects, it was really cool to actually dive into uh, some coaching theories and and to to touch on you know all the stuff I actually spent four years at uni learning so yeah let's get stuck in my personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day I believe everyone, especially normal people, have a story to tell. The Virtus Podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests. Um, anyone that's like stupid intelligent like Elon is, you can just like see their, see their cogs turning whenever they... Yeah. Whenever they answer a question or, you know, they don't, it's not like, they don't blurt out an answer. They yeah. just throw it out. If you didn't know who he was, it'd be hard to... Well, that's to... the thing. It's heaps of context. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the uproar around the, um, him smoking a little bit of weed at the end. Yeah. It's so fucking Didn't his shares drop 5% or something? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like two and a half hours of just like gold. Yeah. Him going, here's how we're going to fix all the world's main problems. And then he just like... A little bit of weed and then that's the meme. Yeah, no, that's true. And Joe Rogan didn't even know how to, like, get the answers he wanted out of him because yeah. he would, like, skip. I remember he was talking about the traffic thing. Did you, yeah. you watch that? Yeah. He just wanted him to answer specifically how he got it done. But he's just, he, he couldn't, like, portray it to him. Yeah. Like, he just assumed everybody knew it. It was so interesting. He's so smart. Yeah. I love him, though. Yeah, he's a very interesting human. I love the bit where he was talking about the flamethrowers. He's yeah. just like... It's a stupid idea. I told uh, people not to buy them, and we made 10 million bucks off them. It was good. I invested in his car batteries. Did you? Yeah. So PLS, the company that Tesla signed yeah. to do the batteries with, I jumped on them a while ago. Made, some, made some more money on it. Cool. <laughs> that's, a, that's why I loved him for so long. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a very interesting dude. First question for you. Mm -hmm. What gets you out of bed in the morning? My athletes. Yeah, so I coach 100, probably 110 athletes a day. That's a lot of humans. Yeah. So 110 athletes a day, and I do all the programming in charge of classes. So I feel like it, it is mine. 
Yeah. So even like this morning, two hours ago, I was watching them complete the class and like it. I don't know, just I enjoy it. I love like programming is like. That's your thing. That's I love your jam. It. I love it. So everybody that comes, well, CrossFit's so competitive. There's CrossFit gyms popping up. Yeah. Every corner, and our one thing that everybody's saying that walk into our gym is like the program is so thought like well thought and there's hard days there's easy days there's that's where i feel everyone goes wrong so in crossfit there's there's a bad (laughs) there's a bad there's a bad name for us pretty much but that's just because it's a new sport like any new sport people are still learning but in the early days everyone thought it was train as hard as you can every single day and don't even worry about your body but just the simple rules like if you press a thousand kilos a week make sure you're pulling a thousand kilos a week and we emphasize just all the good stuff pretty much it's just a structured program yeah how'd you get how'd you get into coaching because we'll, we'll come back to that bad rap and the, the programming and stuff coaching how'd you get into coaching well let's go back when i was 18 years old i was a pretty good athlete like soccer basketball yep. things like that i always liked that i was kind of muscular all right yeah. Oh, that sounds funny. One of my mates went to the gym. He got bigger than me, and I was like, "Man, I got to, I got to go to the gym." Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the gym with him, and we did nothing crazy. It was just try to do as heavy as you can for six reps, and then try turning into eight. When we turned into eight, we went up a weight. We just did that. Yeah. Got super strong by super strong. Like I was sixty nine kilos back squatting one eighty and stuff. Yeah. I didn't even know yeah. that I was pretty good, and then I. Just loved it so much. Heard a radio, uh, radio like ad, called yeah. up, signed up. I've always just done things drastically. <laughs> and then all I did was I, I met JP. You know JP? Yeah. I met JP. He's like, Sam, do a powerlifting comp. You're stupid not to. Yeah. Jumped to the powerlifting comp, competed against JP, came second. Good. Outbench him. That's all right. <coughs> we'll take that. Mate, even I can outbench him. <laughs> so, not, not a lifter by any means. I did. Shout out to the guy, man. Where's, yeah. me, where's me bell? Yes, I met JP, competed against him, was in this powerlifting world. Yeah. And then just drastically jumped into my PT course. Yeah. And then it just all fell together. I also when I finished uni, I didn't even know when I finished high school, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I did sport and exercise science without even knowing what it was. Yeah. So this all happened. You're not the only one. <laughs> this all happened over that summer, yeah. like before going into before uni started. So I signed up for the PT course. I didn't even realize that after one year I'm qualified anyway, pretty yeah. much. So I spent three grand on nothing. But um, yes, yeah, so I just drastically threw myself in there, competed, loved it, and then I didn't even know how like the the whole rent issue and stuff worked. Yeah. Anyways, I found a job at a gym like a local gym yeah like a normal coach paying rent things like that the difference about this gym was they're they're young blokes and they're xfc there's there's like five of them yeah and so i started working there and i was one of 20 trainers what happened was i ended up being the top trainer so doing the most sessions blah blah, blah. i was the newest trainer yeah all that stuff and then there was a CrossFit site across the road. I didn't know what CrossFit was. I was like everybody else, CrossFit stupid, <laughs> blah, 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 you know the deal. And then the coach left and then my bosses came to me and said, hey, you're, you're pretty strong. Like, and they thought strong is CrossFit. Like they didn't know, they still don't know what CrossFit is. Like, yeah. do, you want, do you want this coaching job over there? I'm like, I've never done CrossFit in my life. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. And then they're like, 
oh, we'll pay you. Like, you have set sessions you can book around. So, honestly, I took the coaching job for money. Yeah. And then how it started was I became best friends with the, the other coach now. And the programming we had to tweak because I didn't do CrossFit. So on my days, we were doing the power lift, squats, yep. deads, and we were benching. We are benching in a CrossFit program. Uh, but, but that's only because that's what I knew that's what to program, do. Yeah. Exactly right. And then on the Tuesday, Thursday, Russell, the other coach, would do the Olympic lifts and the gymnastics work. Yep. And then I'm like, I don't want to be... I don't want to be the one letting us down here. So I went out and pursued everything. Olympic lifting, gymnastics, this. Yeah. Now so I'm going to start adding tools to your toolbelt. That's it. And now weightlifting is like my favorite thing in the world. Like I love weightlifting, love gymnastics. I'm trying to get better at coaching. Yeah. But I feel like you actually just need a gymnast. Like it's just so, <laughs> it's so, it's so specialized. Yeah. Like we've got a 14 year old girl at my gym and she knows more about gymnastics than me because she competes in She's it. She's been doing it for 10 years. Yeah, I said, I'm not going to try and fake. I'm like, hey, you're better than me. Go for it. And I ask her things. She's only young too. I'm like, when you're old enough, you can coach. It's just, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's cool. That's how I got into it. I was just really bad and I didn't want to be the one that lit, letting everybody down. So yeah. I jumped into learning how to O lift and now I write the programs, yeah, do so everything. How did, um, how did exercise sports science kind of fit into that? In terms of one, your growth as a coach and as a person, yeah. But also like, you know, balancing that with all of your coaching stuff. So one thing I I was really sciencey at the start, like it influenced me really early on. Yeah. So I, like I had to justify everything, things yeah. like that, to the point where hard work was secondary. I was like, the program has to be structured, things like that. Yeah. Over the last, I would say, year, I've realised that I'm not saying sports science is is not good i'm yep. saying that people over emphasize like the some of the rules and they take them so literally and things like that number one thing you just got to work hard mm-hmm. and i think back to when i first started i wasn't doing anything fancy i was yep. doing sixes and eights but i gave it a hundred percent and you had consistency as well that's it every six days a week a hundred percent training and i got so strong yeah but the one thing i did learn from sports science was it is the personal growth thing honestly yeah. having to wake up having to study learning off better people mentors that's one thing I got out of the degree yeah you're good it's, I think it's, it's an interesting degree because it's so generalised in it's, terms of you, you get a bit of everything um, yeah. and it doesn't really give you okay now like you know you're doing an accounting degree now, you're an accountant. But yeah. sports science is like, all right, cool, now you are. know a bit more about how the body works and... Yeah, it's one of those things. And a bit of, bit of coaching stuff and a bit of psych stuff and good luck. It's exactly right. It's like PT. Once you finish your... It's the only like course that you're expected to run your own business the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably an issue with the way people look at it from the start. Right? Yeah. They go, okay, when I've done this, I'll be able to do it. Like, I'll be able to run my own business. And, you know, people go to... People go to you need to, to do a business degree to learn how to help someone run a business and like PTs. Uh, it, it is a really interesting industry because whether you expect it or whether we expect it of ourselves that we're able to, we're going to be able to run a business. I want to, I do want to dive into coaching PTs though. Yeah, good. Because, um, well, for example, we have two two coaches now that are, that have hired. Yeah. Um, that were just one of them was just a PT. Oh, they're both just PTs. Now I think about it. Both just PTs. One of them is really good. That's just crossing. PTs with an, ex- with an asterisk, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they haven't gone to uni. Yeah. Just PTs. 
and they came in to do BT and they just they just loved they loved it and if I saw that I'm like yeah. I'll help you yeah 100%. I'll help you so much he yeah. loved it so much um, you should probably get in Jack Clark anyone who podcasts honestly um, they just loved it so much and I just I gave them everything and now yeah. same thing I, but I would love to get onto onto like a structure because it's not it's not rocket science mm, yeah Legit, if you've got okay business skills you're a good people person yeah and you make people work hard and, and don't then, injure them yeah. you're too well uh, well that's it you keep them able to keep going to the gym and you're like cool we're doing, we're doing well and I don't like sell, I don't like selling like BS like I'm very honest with my clients yeah it's like the whole diet thing I don't touch diets I hate it yeah well it's not your role right yeah, 100% yeah yeah I think it's, it's like back to the like the sports science plus working hard I think it's like I was talking to one of, one of our interns the other day because we were on like a three month mentorship program yeah I saw it and I was chatting and I was like you, you'll kind of go through the stages of going just have a crack and try all the, try everything because you don't know any better right yeah, and yeah. then you start learning you know the contraindications yeah. to certain exercises or certain loading parameters yeah. or certain recovery stuff and you're like okay fuck we can't do this we yeah. can't do this and you're like go you're overcorrect and yeah. you course correct and you go way too far and then you're you're so kind of suffocated in the fa- all the things you can't do you forget mm-hmm. that oh fuck we've just got to work hard and we've got to yeah, be consistent and you know the whole like there's no perfect program thing is is spot on but the perfect program is just something that you can do consistently mm-hmm. you can see progression yeah. and you, can, you don't hurt yourself and you fucking enjoy doing it yeah the perfect pro- oh, a- the perfect program is different for everyone yeah. prime example we train so the coaches and we train on a certain program, Star Strength. Shout out Star Strength. They do our programming. Yeah. We have a female CrossFitter who is better than all of us, <laughs> but she hates it. Yeah. And she has gone backwards about 20%. She's probably going to kill me for saying this. But she has. She's gone backwards about 20%. Yeah. We have all increased by 50%. Yeah. But the, and we're all doing the same program. It's just it's just not for her. Yeah. And I said this to her. I said, hey, look, your skills are really good. Your fitness was okay. She knows how to be fit, yeah. what she needs to do to be fit. She's strong. You need to sit down and write your own program. And it doesn't even have to be weak points. She doesn't really have weak points. I'm like, write yeah. what you like to do. Mm. She likes to do eyelifting, do eyelifting, yeah. whatever. She likes to do burpees, do burpees. Yeah. But that's one thing I have realized lately is enjoyment of the program and hard work will send you so far it'll trump most things 100% when, when, when you get to the I guess the like elite levels when people are yeah. you know getting closer and closer to that ceiling and then it's kind of like okay we've, we've got to be really anal about what we're doing yeah. now but for you know and genuinely 99% of yeah. not just general pop but athletes as well yeah. they just need to be doing consistent solid GPP 100% and, and they'll get to where they want to get to oh yeah I was listening to a podcast two weeks ago and they're talking about an athlete he's now a strength coach I forgot his name I remember some halfway through I bet you <laughs> but all he did for he's one of the most powerful strongest dudes he was a shot putter yeah and his leg session was 10 by 10 on 5 exercises 3 days a week so for example Monday he did 10 by 10 squats 10 by 10 lunge yeah. 10 by 10 leg press 10 by 10 leg extension 10 by 10 calf raise yeah that's going to get you strong he did that yeah he did that 3 times a week for 4 years and he can well he's a freak yeah. he's an Freak, and all he says is like, I did not do anything special. Mm. I did hard work. I would not recommend that hard work for anybody because everybody, like, I'd done GVT, GV, 
before yeah. and I like 10 by 10 squats killed me mm. but that works for him and yeah. he's a freak yeah and I think as a, like from a coaching point of view as a coach you should experience what DVT feels like <laughs> the funny thing is he actually said that yeah yeah. You should, like you should experience what that feels like you should be experience what 5 by 5 feels like yeah. like small <laughs> yeah like you should you, like as a coach we're here to improve our athletes like <laughs> You know, too many coaches are there to like. You know, we want to improve ourselves, but yeah. that comes. I don't know for yeah. me, that comes second. It does too, um, because the athletes are there. They're putting you know time and effort and energy and resources into you to help them get where they want to get to. So they come first. So if you understand what majority of it feels like, you've got that experience to to be able to put them yeah. in the right position. Talk to me about your like pro, like programming progressions from when you first jumped into CrossFit okay. to how you and you know I'll, I've been someone that's not enjoyed the way CrossFit's been programmed but it's like like any sport it revolves right so yeah. now there's so many good CrossFitters and yeah. gym owners writing programs the right way yeah with you know touching on the sports science principles we know that yeah. are important how's yours kind of adapted and grown so I would say just over this year, one thing I have introduced is a deload week every four weeks. Mm. So what we do, we obviously have four-week blocks. So week one, we'll work in an eight. This is for the strength, for example. This is very basic. Week one, we'll work in an eight RPE. Week two, we'll work in a nine RPE. Week three, we'll work in a 10 RPE. Yeah. Deload. Yeah. Go again. Then we have different phases through that. So for example, at the moment on a Monday, we are doing a snatch comp like a snatching yeah. snatching then we do a really barbell heavy workout then on the Tuesday what we're doing is we're doing we're front squatting then an unloaded workout so no barbells then on the Wednesday is like a deload day so we're yeah. doing just rowing like yesterday we rowed for 40 minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was team, teams of three eight kilometer row yeah right and then we come in we lift a heavy barbell again that so what I was doing early days was clean and jerk front squat deadlift all the major lifts right through everything and then our accessory work might have been oh quickly before you leave the gym do three by ten bamboo (coughs) parts and then you know it's like people have lives jobs (laughs) classes are running late they've got to sprint out things like that so I've I've put more of the bamboo parts stuff the very start of class and I've actually dedicated time to them and just educated my athletes Mm. right so every Funny time we are doing band ball parts or dislocates or I don't know scat pull up something like that, yeah. I say hey we did this two days ago. It was really hard. Things like that. And like oh the boys did it. We have to do it too. Because mm. one thing they always see on Instagram is us doing I don't know snatching a lot or clean and jerking a lot. Just the highlights. They don't see yeah. the reverse well, hypers we're doing. Yeah. All that stuff. But pretty much, I like unloaded workouts are key. Yeah. And honestly, so is hypertrophy. Hmm. A lot of athletes, or the general pop coming in, we call them athletes, um, aren't muscular enough at the end of the day. Yeah, so their body's not as resilient as it needs to be. A hundred percent. So we, uh, and I also base everything off our athletes. So the program that we are doing at this current moment might not work for Schwartz, who is the biggest CrossFit gym because they probably have more elite athletes. What we have is more of intermediate beginner. So I'm making our intermediate beginner into advanced athletes. Yeah. And then when we are advanced, yeah. the program will change again. Well, the program will evolve 
with the as athletes. your athletes evolve, but as you evolve as a coach. That's well. exactly yeah. right. Like if you look look back at to what you were programming two years ago, you're like, yeah. okay, there was bits and pieces that yeah. were right, but yeah. fuck, I was an idiot for doing that. And yeah, that and that. yeah. And I do the same thing. It's uh, just like back when I was a powerlifter, I used to do like strength <laughs> strength cons and stuff. Yeah. It used yeah. to be like, because I just didn't want to do Metcons every day. <laughs> just because I was the typical pal with the hanging crossfit. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll do like strict pull up, rest 30 seconds, and we'll do, I don't know, reverse lunge, yeah. then some step ups, things like that. I think it's a, I think it's a JP quote. He probably stole from someone else, but just yeah. boring matters. Yeah, well, I, I use it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like it's one that comes up like day in, day out. Yeah, it's it's like, you got to do the boring shit because that's what. You know, it's like studying at uni. You don't just get the degree. You've got to do the boring stuff of rocking up to class and sitting in a lecture. And you mm-hmm. know, I think that in itself is a lesson to teach resilience and consistency and just to show up. Yeah. Um, well, if you could kind of explain your training philosophy or your coaching philosophy in, you know, 60 seconds, how would you do it? 60 seconds. Yeah. Training hard will now be first. Yeah. Right? So it used to be just train smart. That's what I was talking about yeah. before. Train hard. Oh, you've got me here. <laughs> Let me think. Honestly, at the moment, it would honestly be train hard and have fun. Yeah, good. That's it. One thing I've, I'm also doing is making the Metcons fun. So for people that know what Metcon is, that's the that's the CrossFit bit that everybody sees, the running around, the screaming. <laughs> the, just all go, that. Going, going ham. All yeah, that yeah, yeah. Making making those fun and they, they love it. The members love it. They walk yeah. in, they're like, all right, I'm going to beat you in this or they're going <laughs> to, yeah. things like that. It brings out that level of competitiveness. It's 100%. Between others but also yourself and like, because you obviously know what, yeah. what you might have hit last week or the week yeah. before or a month and ago. People might not know this, but there's like an app called Waterfy. So yeah. when you do a class, you can put your scores in, things like that. So the scores are there and you can see at the end of the day who came first, second, third. Yeah. I'm not, it's not compet- like It is competitive, but it's not. Everyone yeah. has fun. Everyone wants to do better. But you can see <coughs> scores and things like see what people got. And we put our scores in too, so the members strive and yeah. things like that. But the fun Metcons is one thing that's growing our gym honestly just making it fun at the end of the day the grindy like I could say run run a mile do 800 push ups do this do that they'll hate it (laughs) yeah make it fun achievable for them and everybody gets better like I said as long as they're working as hard as they can they will improve yeah I like that what's it what's it like managing like 100 110 athletes a day (laughs) It's so when I first started, there was twenty eight. Yeah, there was twenty eight members. As we're getting bigger, now it's it's more of a team effort. So what used to happen was it was just sort of me and Russell, but now we also have two other coaches, and well, a third coach. It also does our computer stuff and all sort of the online stuff. But us being on the same page is yeah. all you need. Yeah. Legit, we have to have a sit down once a week and we say, this happened, this is where we want to go. And that as, we've only introduced that recently and it's improved so much. The only reason why I did introduce that was because I think a couple months ago, one of our athletes said, hey Sam, just letting you know, I've heard um, this three different ways I should be doing this exercise. Yeah. So it was a split jerk. Yeah. Right. And she said, 
you teach me this, Jack teaches me this, Josh teaches me that. And I've gone, yeah. crap, we cannot have this. Yeah. Meeting, bang, yeah. we sorted it out. And then from there, haven't heard it since. Mm-hmm. But everyone being on the same page, you being organized, you have to be an organized person. Well, as a coach, yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> you being organized. Yeah, it's hard. But same page is the key, especially with all the coaches. Yeah. Because I can write what I want on the program. If they don't know how to... Execute it. It's completely different. Yeah. So I like to tell them, hey, this is the phase we're in. This is what we're trying to achieve. Mm. Let's do it. Well, then you've got an intention around every session. 100%. And then the message that you're spreading to your clients is the same as what the yeah. others are. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What do you think the, the most difficult, <clears throat> you know, the most frustrating part about being a coach is? Frustrating. I would say... <laughs> The only thing that really frustrates me is <laughs> this is gonna sound funny. The people that don't listen, yeah, <laughs> by they're increasing. So you don't get better at lifting at maximal effort loads. Olympic lifting, you get better at sixty percent, fifty percent. Most members, thirty <laughs> percent. Um, the people that I help turn around help somebody else they've increased their their load by 20 yeah. percent. what are you doing that's that that's the only thing that frustrates me yeah. but sometimes one of the other coaches said to me hey sam they they want to go a little bit heavier this is oh your opinion on this would be great mm-hmm. they're always like they want to go a little bit heavier and they're thinking about leaving like if we don't if you keep telling them to go lighter yeah they'll just go do that <laughs> somewhere else yeah and then i'm like I was close to saying, oh, well, I don't care, but we want to have our, right. yeah, this, this is how I want to run the gym. Yeah. But then again, I want to improve everyone. Yeah. So we found a fine line. I don't know. What would you do in that situation? Oh, it's, it's actually a really, it's a really good point because it's something that comes up every now and again. It's like people will say, oh, we, I want to do more like heavy strength work or I want to do more conditioning work. And, and I think people will very rarely go to the doctors and tell the doctor what they need. Yeah. And we understand to a point what people need but there's also what they want and very yeah. rarely do they always match up that's true um, so I think my kind of philosophy around that is give them what they need and then and then kind of sprinkle on a little bit of what they want yeah so for example the conditioning stuff the way we program is kind of similar but we have kind of three pillars to ours or look at it like pyramid right we want mm-hmm. to, like the bottom of the pyramid is just making sure everyone like the movement side of things everyone yeah. everyone can move well everyone can hit their range that they need to hit control their range they need to hit and then we then then from there it's the strength and capacity yeah. stuff and then from there it's the conditioning stuff right yeah. like nothing fancy but we have we program on, on a monthly basis where one of those three things will be the focus yeah. or the or the intention for the month <clears throat> where like it's not like 90 10 it's yeah. you know it's might be 40 30 30 yeah. or, or whatever so this month's a heavy conditioning month like we remember remember leave last month like we like we don't do enough conditioning stuff yeah. like well you know you're in twice a week you're in Tuesday Thursdays yeah. for this month Tuesday Thursdays are at two heavier strength days Wednesday's an unloaded day Friday's an unloaded day and Saturday's a loaded conditioning day yeah. like you miss the three conditioning days so yeah. you know it's like un- it's it's a communication point thing yeah. from us to say these are the days where we hit those things yeah. this month or yeah. it might be you know if you want to practice this yeah. come in and do one on one or and for the strength stuff I think people it's important for people to for that heavier side of things, it's, it's important for people to experience what it's like to, you know, get stuck under the bar at the bottom yeah. of a box squat. Yeah. And like, yeah. if we're doing box squats, 
occasionally, because um, I, I, you know, especially because you've got members that have been around for mm-hmm. a couple of years, you've got members that have been around for a couple of weeks sometimes in the same session. So I'll stop everyone, say we're doing 15 minutes working up to a heavy five. Mm-hmm. I'll stop everyone for three minutes in the middle and kind of go, all right, we're all going to go one at a time and we're going to, pr- and we're going to yeah. sit, we're going to take, take away the tension, yeah. stay safe, make sure that we've got spotters, but you're going to feel what it's like to not be able to get off off, yeah. up off the box. Yeah. Um, and, and that ability for us to allow them to experience that mm-hmm. just fills their cup in terms of what they know they can do and what they think they can do. So I think it's important to teach lessons um, if someone wants to go heavier, no. let them go heavier, but within your bandwidth. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, you might go, all right, we're going to spot this person. Now. I know they're not going to be able to lift this, or I know they're not going to be able to lift it well. Yeah. And if you know they're not going to get hurt, if you yeah. know that you're going to be there to be able to, you know, coach them to a point where they can do it, mm-hmm. where they can fail safely. Yeah. Um, then, then we do that. Um, I, 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 I hate people. Be, I hate people failing in like a box squat or, yeah. or a, you know, a deadlift or something like that. But sometimes it's important for them to check their ego and yeah. kind of, and, it, and it's it's a, it is an ego hit as well. Yeah. And I think it's important. Like yeah. one of our rules, we got ten rules on the wall. Um, rule number five is leave your ego on the hook. And <clears throat> it's become a bit of a, you know because we used to have that same issue we wouldn't let people lift heavier yeah. um, or like we're doing doing a back squat and you, you know you see depth starts so yeah. far as soon as someone starts going heavier and it's just like go lighter yeah. um, and then you show them what they're doing yeah. and or say you know leave your ego on the hook and they go oh fuck okay yeah. I get it um, or if you show them someone that is listening mm-hmm. and use those examples like I'm sure you'd have those people yeah. in the gym you just like do what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, or at least pay like yeah. and I, I'm very big on getting my all our members to help teach and coach each other. Yeah. Because, you know, the best way to learn is by yeah. coaching or yeah. by teaching yeah. itself. So that I can say, you know, look at Reese, how he's squatting. He's pulling himself to depth, he's driving out of it, it's not too heavy, he's got control, but at the same time he's put like he's working at eighty percent of his fire yeah. around. Yeah. Um and then they go, oh, yeah, cool. And then you show them a video of them doing it. And you're like, does that look like that? Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. All right, cool. Here's our bandwidth we're working in. Let's squeeze that up and get it closer and closer. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's an education point. Yeah. point. It's a, it's, but it's an empowerment point as well. Yeah. I want our athletes to be able to understand what it's like um, to fuck up. Yeah. As long as it's like fuck up safely. Yeah. That's, and one thing I've, I think is important too is you have to pick your your person so yeah for example i have like last night someone was what we're doing we're doing o-lifts and i was like to one of the girls but she's one of my friends and like she's a hard ass cop things like that like that was shit like what are you doing like that was you threw that a meter out in front bars going forward yeah things like that yeah and she's like oh okay like i'll like that worked for her but imagine i go yeah (laughs) cry leave the gym yeah bad review like that's that's one thing as well you got to learn how to yeah i'm finding videos is really yeah really helpful yeah they they see right like like, we've intentionally got no mirrors in our gym so it's not like okay look in the mirror see how you're moving like it's yeah i want you to feel it but okay here's some feedback afterwards to go see how you stuck it stuck your chin up super high there and put you put you into an extension pattern okay we need to tuck our chin in this or it's and it's working working out the right cues mm-hmm. like so that coaching um, coaching ability comes mm-hmm. into it yeah. um, but I think I think the, the biggest thing 
is probably just knowing your athletes. Yeah, and that's, that's so, so true. Yeah. And like being a coach is um, just really understanding yeah. like we're big on it. Like we do an induction process for all new clients, mm-hmm. like three sessions. Most of it's spent standing around talking about what, why they're there and yeah. filling out some goal setting stuff and, and working out, okay, what are your roadblocks that are stopping you getting there? And, you know, so if someone doesn't rock up for three days, I can, I can kind of give them a kick up, kick up the ass and say, okay, yeah. you said you wanted this, this is why, you know, rather than just, hey, wait, where have you been? Because you're not like you're not here. Yeah. Um, and the same in the gym, it's just like, you know, you've told me that you want to be able to back squat this or, or whatever. Or we're working towards a performance goal, yeah. um, you know, what's going on. And I think, uh, like, I love being able to, like, use certain people who I know can take it as yeah. an example that's that's yeah. yeah so like I'll yell at someone and like literally just say stop being shit yeah or you know we like we got a bunch of little phrases we use all yeah. the time yeah. one, of, one of them that I really like is if you keep doing the stuff you suck at you'll or if you don't do the stuff you suck at you'll always suck yeah um or you know that leave, leave your ego on the hook yeah. rule five is a big one um or just stop being shit yeah. and like you say it to one person yeah. knowing that you're saying it to another yeah. person and you use that as an example knowing they can take it knowing there's going to be banter yeah. and it fixes everyone else in the that, group that's that's so true I did it yesterday in one of my classes like a wall ball yeah. I was talking about how it's a skill and a strength thing but small skill yeah. and I was like for example Mally who can one of my clients can squat 180 but he can't do 40 wall balls in a row because <laughs> he's shock he's shit at the skill yeah and everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's true. He can yeah. squat more than me, but he, he's not good at wall balls. Yeah. I've got I to practice. i got to make sure I'm hitting the right spots, doing proper squats. And then yeah. everyone's wall balls were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And you create an environment where that feedback or that, um, you know, that one of the guys I follow, it just calls it disconfirming information, yeah. right, where people don't mind hearing the stuff that they're not good at. Like mm-hmm. the last thing we want in the gym is just to be patting everyone on the back the whole time. Yeah. Because otherwise we're just going to the same yeah. same group and the same yeah. at the same spot doing the same shit in twelve months, yeah. and that's, that's you know, for me that's like the scariest yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What are the things you guys do to kind of create community and and team and stuff like that? Team? Oh, competing. Yeah. Awesome. Is at the moment there's a big phase and group thing on team competitions. Yeah. And everyone loves it. Yeah. I love it. I go there like I'm not like, like, people play yeah. sports. Yeah, that's right. exactly right. That's yeah. the that's how I got it. That's why I fell in love with CrossFit anyway because I I was pretty good at sport. I loved it. I loved playing sport, Mr. Team. Yeah. Got into the heavy stuff, powerlifting which is a bit boring for me. <laughs> bit rep- bit to the best program is the most boring one essentially. Pretty much for powerlifting. Yeah. Where the CrossFit, I'm like, oh, I'm competing again. This is this is cool. And then team competitions. Yeah. There's like this competition of teams of six. Mm. Like I ended up, we I can competed in Perth, I competed in Brisbane, and you don't have to be a star athlete too. Anyone could go, like, do these competitions and go into state and be like, oh, this is cool as mm. weekend yeah. away. I feel like a professional athlete. That's <laughs> one thing that's real. The community in CrossFit is huge. Yeah, it is. Huge. That's why we get cold to cold. Essentially, is because they, That's every yeah, everyone loves it, and we'll do everything. Like I'm talking, if I'm competing, yeah, in a local competition in Brisbane, I will have members spending their money to come watch. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, that's like that's how much they they that's love funny. it. It's the same with apparel, like the clothing. They will wear it to <laughs> anyone. They'll wear it to go, a job interview. To, to legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's one of the, like, because, <clears throat> like, 
you know, I've been very anti a lot of things, but as I've matured and gotten older and under, you start to understand, okay, there's, you know, I'll use a big example, like religion, right? It's something mm-hmm. I fucking think is the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope you're not super religious. Not, but, but it's okay. It's just like, <laughs> I just, just kind of go like, what the hell? But then, you know, as I get older, you start to go, okay, well, there's parts of this that are the fucking ace, right? Yeah. Like the spirituality, the understanding yourself and the, you know, all, the, all these little things. But with anything, um, with any absolute thing comes, comes I guess, those blocks and that yeah. inability to learn and grow and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that's the area I dislike. And I think... CrossFit's an area that I was just like, nah, stupid. Like it's back, back in the day, right? Yeah. You're probably probably similar. Oh, exact science. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, well, it is in certain areas if programmed certain ways. Yeah. But if programmed differently, if we hit a deload week yeah. and, and if we don't get, you know, Jane, who's a mum of three, who's yeah. trained for two weeks, trying to overhead, overhead snatch and yeah. like, things like that. So that that's the main. So this is well, the main frustration as yeah. a coach, a CrossFit coach, yeah. I would say, is... Someone who is overweight, mm. no power, can't even, do, can't even jump up on a curve, <clears throat> something yeah. like that, no mobility. They come into yeah. the gym and say, hey, Sam, I want to snatch. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, okay, that's like you're yeah. skipping eight steps. Yeah. You've got to learn how to front squat, back squat. Yeah. You've got to earn the right to do that, right? That, that's, that's one thing I've actually I've been saying that a lot. I'm like, you have to earn you have to earn this. So I actually end up writing a list on levels on things yeah. people should complete, tick off, to sort of earn, mm. to earn things. But that's that's the hardest thing as a coach and it happens all the time. At the end of the day, it is a business too. Like yeah. we need to, we can't afford well, to say well, no to people. Well, you want to be able to yeah. keep the doors open. That's right? 100%. I've started, I've started to realize that saying no to people or saying no to certain people mm. or creating that, because we've got a barrier to entry now yeah. for our groups. Um, people need to be clear, clean on an FMS yeah. screen before oh, cool. they jump into our groups, right? Um, and like I've said, not necessarily said no, but I've kind of set the the standard for some clients of you know yours. You've still got <coughs> you've still got pain in this, or you're unable to do this. Mm. You know we need to keep doing one on ones. Yeah. And they're like I can't afford that. Yeah. Okay, we'll send me private groups. Yeah. I can't afford that. Okay, well you know here's here are your correctives. Yeah. Go you know, if go, go home do them for a week come back we'll do another session in yeah. a week or two and if we're there then when we can move into groups yeah. and you know or go see our, you know if there's pain go see our physio yeah. and then you can rather than it being an issue that you you know we use a broken down car analogy yeah. like if you take a broken down car out on the racetrack and yeah you'll probably get it around for a couple of laps but yeah. if the handbrake's on and the tyre's wobbly yeah. and whatever yeah. it's, it's going to eventually break down yeah. and you know you put two, you put a couple of people in a big group and they're going to break down and then it's your fault, right? Which yeah. is probably the reason, one of the reasons why CrossFit yeah. has such a bad name is because they didn't have those barriers to entry no. initially. No. Um, and saying no to some people, it, I think it empowers the members you do have that are doing the right thing. That's true. And you, and you attract the right people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you would have been through it where you're like, well, we going through a first couple of sessions with some people and you decide this person is not the right person for us. Yeah. And when you're, when you're, I guess, don't look at it as a maturity thing. When your business is mature enough to go, you're not the right fit for us right now yeah. or we're not the right fit for you. Yeah. Then you start to create that environment where people don't feel the need to fake who they are or where they're at. Yeah. Um, my only, the thing that makes it hard for me to say no yeah. to people would be, 
there's three CrossFit gyms within a yeah. one mile radius and they're just going to go there and I don't even like the coaching there <laughs> yeah. anyway yeah, well, that's so it. That they're going to hurt themselves so I, I think hey I can <clears throat> yeah I can get through to you eventually. Yeah. That's sort yeah. of how we how we do it. Yeah. And it it happened. Like it people get injured. It's just yeah. like anything. Like netball, running, sport. Yeah, people get injured and it they do learn from it. Yeah. But I like I like <laughs> something. I yeah. I like being in control of that. Yeah. Cause I would I would feel more comfortable with so with the person like that. Yeah. Who would not fit our gym. Well, it doesn't even fit fitness. Yeah. We just suck it up and make it work. Like I'm talking some classes, I'm running three classes at once. Yeah. So I'm coaching the advanced athletes. I've got some intermediate ones over here and then I've got yeah. over here. Yeah. They're doing overhead squats. These guys are doing goblet squats. We're doing sit to stands or glute bridges. Yeah. Like I've, I've had times where and your ability to scale that and yeah. have those progressions and regressions in a program is like is a massive asset as a yeah. coach yeah because um, like you know like same deal we'll have groups of people back squatting and you got someone doing like you know scissor stands or single leg yeah. step ups or yeah. like stair walks yeah. to to, yeah. to practice range or you know all have like we're getting better at the culture in our gym of people who are sore or like when they might have not come in coming in and just moby that's that's I'd say the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. People like, like have a knee injury or something. Like, come in. We're all super educated. We will help you. Yeah. Like, all yeah. the coaches, no one's going to make you do a back squat or a lunge or yeah. something if, you, yeah. if it hurts. I guarantee you, you'll be doing whatever that may be, depending on the person. Yeah. But... And it comes back to knowing your athletes. And, and your athletes having the understanding and education to be able to go you know what I'm probably not going to get better today yeah. if I squat yeah. if I go for a run if I do this if I do that and like we use the we use the terms blast and caress yeah. um, sometimes sometimes you need to blast and work hard <laughs> yeah. and, and, yeah. and you know knock the session out of the park and sometimes you need to caress and you yeah. need to stop and you need to do TLC and loves some clients come in and I've had I've had a fair few like business owners like yeah. be like new clients over the last couple of months mm-hmm. and it's like I know exactly where you're at. Like I get it, and you know we'll spend the last fifteen minutes of the session meditating upstairs yeah. because they're yeah. going to get more out of fifteen yeah. minutes, you know, mm-hmm. getting out of their head um, than they will, mm-hmm. you know, squatting or yeah. jumping on a prowler or smashing a park lap or something like that. Yeah. Um, where Where is your kind of growth coming from or going to come from as a coach and as a person over the next six mm-hmm. twelve months? <sighs> I would like to... Can't give too much away, yeah. <laughs> no, so... I, w- I want to go into more online. Yeah. Online stuff. So, at the moment, I feel like the only stuff you see online for CrossFit is CrossFit HQ, and I don't advocate 50% of it. Yeah. So, for example, catching a split to a split jerk and external rotation on your shoulders. That's what they teach. That is wrong. Mm. It is internal. Yeah. Um, sitting back in the back squat is, we don't teach that. We, we knees forward squatting. Yeah. Unless other, you know, other reasons, but yeah. generally knee forward squatting. Like, um, I would like to get into those areas. Mm. So I'm going to try and not, I'm going to try. I am. I will. I'm going to, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go more online and I'm, I want to honestly spread the word about CrossFit and the right way to do things that I've found. Yeah. 
honestly, it's all been trial and error. Yeah. From us, from us coaches going, okay, look, look, right. yeah, looking up in a toaster bar works. It doesn't hurt my shoulder, but when I look down in my arch position, my shoulder hurts. Yeah. Teaching things like that where that's never even addressed head position, but yeah. it has decreased my shoulder injuries and toaster bar by a crazy amount. Yeah. And I feel like it's CrossFit's so big now and it's such a new sport. It is a sport. That's one thing people have to realize that no one's doing it yet mm. and there's going to be a huge market for it and it is going to CrossFit's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's why I feel like it got such a bad name because there was coaches trying to market off other sports. Yeah. So what I mean by that is I have all the time footy players come in. Hey, my coach said CrossFit's better than me, better for me than preseason. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing. What are you talking about? I'm like, that is untrue. If you want to do yeah. CrossFit, come see me. Yeah. If you want to... Sure, I can teach you principles around... Yeah, know, yeah. GPG, I'm sure, but... yeah. Yeah. But um, this isn't strength and conditioning for for your AFL this is CrossFit you want to do CrossFit that's cool and I've had boys and then there's crossover right there's yeah, a crossover. yeah I've had boys that go okay that's cool I'll come I'll just do CrossFit anyway because I, I like it yeah and they quit footy yeah. like but that's I feel like there was so many people going come do instead of doing training gym or whatever your strength conditioning stuff or running or things like that come do CrossFit because yeah. we need money they're trying to dress it up or something yeah, yeah. it's not that's yeah they were just trying to market the sport and say that will help and that's it's not yeah it it's just... a sport in itself <laughs> yeah and it's it's um it's an important difference to understand that mm-hmm. you know if people come in oh you guys help athletes yeah of course we do that's, mm-hmm. that's you know performance whether it's you know someone that needs to be functional functional is a buzzword yeah. but yeah. functional to be able to deal with all the shit life throws at them because they've got three yeah. kids and they've yeah. sit in an office job or if it's someone that's trying to reach their elite spot yeah. yeah that's what we do but in saying that if you're a golfer yeah. you're going to get that you know 15% better from golf yeah. from practicing golf yeah. and then yeah that SNC the ability to rotate the ability to produce yeah. force the ability to absorb force etc will help mm-hmm. but just fucking go play golf yeah that's <laughs> true especially yeah. Yeah. what are you doing in the gym seven times a week like yeah Spend five days a week in golf course and three or four days and a that's, week. And that's that's one thing too. Uh, CrossFit slow Olympic lifts essentially because the intensity is so low. Mm. Like that's not going to make you faster. <laughs> if, yeah. you, if you're doing that's 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 a big, <laughs> that's a big gripe for me because like I only lift two percent of my clients. Yeah. Because no one's at that level of where they're where they're going to get benefits. Like no. if okay, you want to get faster, awesome. You don't have the mobility to access any yeah. anything that you need to access, or you. You know, you're not strong enough to be yeah. able to express any. You don't have any, you know, any strength to express yeah. quickly. That's Plus, the, you don't know how to jump and land and throw. So, yeah. why the fuck do you want to either lift? Yeah. And like, yeah, it's such a, such a frustrating thing for me. Like, I'll get like maybe athletics coaches or, or um, or other PTs send people to us to ollie lift and like, well, not you're not ticking these three boxes first, mm-hmm. so we're not like, yeah, you, know, you don't just like you said before, you don't just jump to step eight because you want to. No, it's taken me three years that I f- kind of feel like I know how to snatch. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, like even like a <laughs> fucking kettlebell swing, right? Yeah. You never do the perfect kettlebell swing. Yeah, there's always something that you're like, fuck, that could have been better. That could have been better. But um, that's why I fell in love with the CrossFit and not the strength conditioning because originally that was the goal. I'm like, yes, I want to work with the footy team, you know, the, the normal the normal uni stuff. And then I'm like, I don't really... I just love the barbell. Man. I love the deadlifts, cleans, yeah, things like that. And that's why I got into this general pop 
pop training and then I fell into the CrossFit world because they're general pop people that want to be strong yeah. and it just yeah. it just came together yeah yeah I like that and it's good that you like had that okay here's what I want to do and went oh, actually maybe not that's not that's not me yeah. and then you just you know, went from yeah. step one step two step three and eventually now you're in something that you fucking love doing it's, it's like me I'm, I'm enrolled in my masters I'm not doing it though like, yeah. <laughs> like my EP um, yeah. I'll, oh I deferred it yeah. but I'm not doing it like I've yeah. decided it's, it's not for me I did, I did a year of, of a part time it would have been two years part time yeah. I did a year of it got to the end of the year and I was sitting there one night and I was like this is not this is not me what yeah. am I doing and then just I just kind of spoke to my lecture the next day and I was like I'm out I'm not yeah. doing it that's exactly I just one of the best decisions I made <laughs> I just deferred it because I'm like oh, I'll just leave it for two I'll defer it for two years yeah. I'll just decide when I'm there and bang I've decided I've got another year to decide but it's done I'm like yeah. I'm not re-enrolling but I've, I have found what I love to do and the market's huge that's perfect yeah like it's growing and I want to spread the, the 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 good coaches don't get me wrong I'm not saying CrossFit there's still a lot of shit coaches out there like terrible yeah. terrible coaches yeah and, and like but, I, de- I definitely agree and yeah but there's shit dentists right like there's, and it's and there's how many shit physios yeah. are there a lot yeah well that's it and it's, <laughs> it's your ability as a consumer for the, for the people listening it's your ability as a consumer to discern between the shit ones and yeah. the good ones yeah. um, and you know for me context comes a long way yeah. into that like if someone I look up to and respect suggests someone mm-hmm. um, then there's a good chance I'm going to go see them like yeah. if or if you know you're not going <clears> to <throat> jump on to like we use a dentist example you're not going to jump on to find a dentist and find the person with the shittest reviews <laughs> and go yeah. see them right yeah. like, like you know everyone's fucking going to have a couple of shit okay. reviews because people are dicks but mm-hmm. if someone's yeah. got majority good reviews and someone else you, you know has sent, sent you to them good. you've got some contacts cool go see them and I think that's if you're looking to join a gym or, or see a physio or see a healthcare professional or whatever I mean, do you, like do some research yeah. I hate that I hate that term I did my research yeah, yeah. but <laughs> talk to people about it like yeah. people that are already in a know and know the world aware of it like you know, someone goes on holiday and you're going to go to the same place. You can fucking ask them where yeah. they went and what was good and what yeah. wasn't. Um, and I think that's an important understanding to have is that, yeah, there's going to be good CrossFit coaches, there's going to be yeah. shit CrossFit coaches, yeah. there's going to be good S&C gyms, there's going to be shit yeah. S&C gyms. And I think, like, my, the thing I look for is someone that's not married to any one yeah. um, training philosophy or yeah. or life philosophy or anything because there's always that. Everything, everything has a place, even, I don't know, leg extensions. <laughs> yeah. Everything does have Early a place. Rehab, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> what about quad gains? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, but, but Calf, um, yeah, calf raises, waste time. <laughs> Except maybe if you want. Yeah, but even then, there's other stuff you can do. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's the, like you can get into the semantics, but yeah. it's just like just and find then, someone with a growth mindset. And that's see. exactly right, and then it's that's like. That's the issue with overlisting at the moment. Everyone wants to be the Chinese. Everyone wants to be the Russian. <laughs> These guys everybody wants like to be fifteen years. Everybody wants to be yeah. Oh, the Chinese method is crazy though. Like the, it's, it's crazy athletes. They've got like their own physics, their own laws and shit. Like it's not. Like, like, how do you create laws? <laughs> like they got grab, but um, it's a different that, world. Man. That doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. Like the Chinese, they do like exceptions. How is that? The bands, yeah, but yeah. um. Their philosophy is, oh, you've got weak claws. Let's make them stronger. Yeah. That's pretty much the Chinese method. Yeah. But it's, it's just it's an open mind and everything has a place. Mm. 
I used to be one of those coaches that used to be like, oh, look at them, they're doing maths, that's stupid. Yeah. I honestly, two, me, two like, years, two, me two years ago. Yeah. And then I've grown so much now and I'm like, no, that makes so much sense. Yeah, because yeah. like you talk to young coaches and yeah. they've got that mindset of yeah. just like, that sucks, that sucks, that sucks. Yeah. So like, well, yeah, well, fuck, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a good chance that what they're doing is mostly shit, but there's, there's if they're able to justify it, if it's making people better, <laughs> if people are who might say be on the couch are yeah. out moving then it's a, it's a good thing right like yeah. you know I'm not that is true like bad, bad exercise is probably better than no exercise maybe depending on the bad as long as <laughs> depends how long they're going to stay yeah. it depends on exercise if they're not yeah. if they're but what do you think about 45 it's a safer version of what we're doing it's a good business <laughs> it's a fucking very good business it's, it's, a, it's a good business my yeah. opinion on it is I don't honestly have anything bad to say about it. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, I think it's it's better than nothing. 100%. I kind of look at it as like it's like the the 2018 instagram version of CrossFit. Yeah. Where the, it's like yeah. they, they've, they've, they've reined in their... Um, Actually, I've got a good point. Sam, their like, ollie lifts and yeah. like they obviously don't do any of that yeah, stuff. No. So they've reined in their areas where people could get injured. Yeah. yeah. And they've just... But it's just such a repetitive... Yeah lack of body control yeah you know your coaches are the TVs and you've just got yeah. cheerleaders coaching right so this this is some, a, this some, is a great some F45s this some is a great story so yeah. what well, it's not that good of a story but well, better be good news <laughs> talk to that one of my friends was applying for a job at F45 yeah and he went there did the whole thing they gave him it and they pretty much said hey you're too smart <laughs> to work here they're yeah. like what do you mean they're like we want people that uh, yeah. like I just got to follow like followers like, like the cheerleading coach yeah. and he's like what yeah and he came so, back to me and he came can back I fix to, it no we don't need to fix it we just yeah. want it to be what it is yeah and he came back to me and he's like I'm like dude that's fine. that's all that's such an interesting mindset yeah it's, is that not weird like they could have had the best coach I, yeah they're like I'm assuming he would have been the best coach there I don't know what the rest of them are like yeah but they said no I was like <laughs> what he's a great doesn't yeah. make any sense but it was that was like that hit me in the head a bit, but mm. I've never actually done a class. I don't know mm. exactly the exercises that how it work. I don't actually. I yeah. just see that on Instagram, like you said, that yeah. DJ. I think they yeah. love DJ. Some. <laughs> yeah, like that's all. Yeah. I, that's all I've seen. I've never personally done a class. Yeah. I've had members do classes and go, "That was boring." <laughs> yeah. But that's that's all. And it's, and it's just different, right? It's another way to get people moving. Like, but it, some people are going to run and never touch a barbell. Yeah. And is it the best way? Maybe not. Is it? Yeah. Are they enjoying it? Then play on. But yeah, it's an awesome. It's a great business. They took. They realized CrossFit was going. What's the, like the most common complaint of CrossFit injuries? Let's yeah. get rid of those. Yeah. Let's start a business. Yeah. Well, it's just that people get injured slower. Yeah. <laughs> slow. That's true. It's not been around long enough. Yeah. Give it a year. Yeah. I know, it's really interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's if you see yourself doing so. If you're doing something like that, and you're not getting injured, if you're having fun, if you've got a group group of people that you love being around and you're still improving and progressing then fucking keep doing it I'd actually like to do I might do a class I just, should, I just, I, I just have, have you done one uh, I've done one yeah yeah, yeah it was um, was it alright oh, I was okay <laughs> <laughs> were you tired but, uh, yeah I was tired yeah like, it's just straight like my mechanical <laughs> made me tired right yeah yeah I don't know I, I think because we did it because I taught at Chisholm yeah a fair bit so we did a class with those guys um, and I don't know you like 
Wait, do you, do you teach at Chisholm? No, I've, I kind of guest lecture every oh, now and again at the moment. Oh, um, yeah. I've done a chunk of teaching for the Cert 3 and 4s. Yeah. Um, How'd you get into that? Um, do you have to do a course? You've got to do something, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you've got to have training and assessment. Yeah, so that's Certificate 3 or something. Yes, yeah. So we've, I've done a bunch of like, we used to run 12-week exercise science yeah. courses yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and to, to do the marking and stuff. Is that what it's Yeah, well, Yeah, we... And then... Um, I can't remember what we were doing. I think Chisholm were looking to kickstart a, um, like a cricket, uh, like academy, yeah. an AFL academy, and they need S&C coaches. Yeah. So went down for a meeting and kind of chatted to them about it and kind of, you know, we talked about the preliminary, what it could look like and stuff like that. And then kind of like, oh, fuck, we just need a couple of people with Cert 3, cert three TAEs to teach. And we're like, well, we've got them. Wait, <laughs> mm. what? Oh, and then, yeah. that, then and that's then, how it just And that's how we jumped in and, and did a bunch of teaching and, like now I'm just I'd love to keep doing it but I'm just too busy with, yeah, yeah, with yeah, work yeah. so we have the search reinforcers come down yeah. to us every couple every couple of months and vice versa do you, and, um, you co- and you coach them? yeah so yeah. we've got the opposite they just come in and just still get coached by their yeah their teacher yeah uh, voice yeah so they'll come in and like you know, I think I took them through the last thing we took them through was like yeah, basics of S and C. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, all right, well, yeah, here's all the shit you need to know. You need to know the difference between volume and intensity. You need to mm-hmm. know how you set some reps into relay. Here's a basic of how yeah. you should program for novices, yeah. and it's hard, right? Because you know we spent the last <laughs> uh, the industry for what, eight years, yeah, eight nine years, and it's just like, you know, how do you teach? How do I teach all that? Like, how do I teach eight years and one hour? Two hours? Yeah. yeah, it's just like. And what, we do a lot of like high school stuff as well. Yeah. Um, either being like sport and rack classes or you talk 11, 12 PE. And it's yeah. just like, I could teach you a heap in an hour, but you're going to remember 10% of it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, here's a couple of things you can learn and take away from. The really good schools that we've, that have committed to it do like a six week block. Yeah. And you know, the kids leave six weeks after going, okay, I understand it a little bit, but yeah. you, need to, you need to experience it. Did those... Did they come to you or did you go to the schools? Uh, we go to the schools. Yeah, yeah so cool. have a really good relationship with Franks and I. Yeah, I went there and Mitchie, one of our other coaches, went there and um, yeah, it's usually people we know. Just like I want to bring my kids in. I yeah. want to bring. I want to bring my class in. Um, ah, it's yeah. a really, it's a really good way to to teach what you do. Yeah. It's something different, and you know the conversations I like to have with the kids are, are more about what they're planning to do next rather than just the SNC stuff, yep. sort of things because so many of them like we tend to get the SNC uh, the um, sport and rec classes or the yeah. or the PE classes so most of the kids are in sport yeah. like, what do you want to do oh I want to do exercise sports science okay why yeah. and I'm like I like sport yeah. holy shit it's me 10 years that, ago. yeah that's exactly what I do um, and you can yeah. you know use your experiences yeah. to be able to give them yeah. a little bit more um, guidance and yeah. understanding around it and like I want to be a crossfit coach why uh, because I like it alright cool you fucking love doing it then here's the pathway that I recommend um, would you tell like your younger coaches that aren't haven't been in uni or aren't thinking about it would would you suggest that they do that they go to uni I would suggest further study yeah it doesn't specifically have to be uni it doesn't even have to be by someone it's just more mentors yeah I feel like prime example uni gave me a work ethic mm-hmm that's one thing I've noticed between younger coaches and stuff like that. Yeah. I am where I am on time, half an hour early, organized, <laughs> yeah. things like that. But that's that came from being a PT, 
doing 40, ses- doing 40 sessions a yeah. week, going to uni three times a week yeah. and yeah. training full time. Yeah, 100%. That's what I've really got from uni and just people. You met, you you meet Networking, people. right? Yeah, that's 100%. Yeah. That's that's it. I don't even remember much from, they taught me. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know it, yeah. but I don't yeah. remember specifically. Yeah. Um, the opens, lessons it, it and stuff all right and but teach you to think critically a little bit more and but one of my main mentors he didn't he hasn't done a bachelor degree he was yeah. a cert 3-4 and went to a few clock off seminars and um, yeah. strong room seminars and internet yeah. stuff and reading <laughs> everything but mm. I would suggest further study yeah but always consistent yes like, cool I've done my course now I'm done uh, mm. no you're not like yeah. I guess you know Look at the. Yeah. I've actually been asked that, like one of the coaches, like, should I go to uni? I say, hey, look, if you want to go, you want to hang something on the wall. Yeah. Go for it. I'm not where I am because of uni, mm-hmm. but it will yeah. help. Yeah, well, that's it, and it's just a stepping stone. Yeah. Like anything, like, you know, like jumping into a three day course on yeah. whatever. It's yeah. a stepping stone, and if you are, and I think uni helps with thinking critically and yeah. understanding. That's like, fuck, there's a scientific method that we should be following. If you if you're able to do that, then it makes all of the other courses you do yeah. more efficient and easier, and you're going to get more out of it because yeah. you're not just going to take it all as gospel, yeah. Yeah. or you're not going to take it all as bullshit. Yeah. You're going to take the bits and pieces that yeah. work, um, and then if you're, you know, keen to go to uni, then and you're already progressing through coaching, then every day where you, if you learn something little in a lecture that you can take out, you can apply it to your athletes yeah. that night yeah. or that next morning. Yeah, um, and that was. I was like lucky enough. I say lucky because I didn't do it intentionally, but I did my cert three and four and diploma after year twelve. Yeah. Spent the whole year doing that whilst working and playing footy, and then started coaching as I started uni. So I was already coaching yeah. all those things. I, I see that's yeah that application of the theory, the the coaches we have come through like because we're lucky enough with the mentorship program to have some a master's students, some yeah. have been coaching for five years, some are you know physios and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it's like well the ones that are already able to coach have that people that people skill to be able to talk to people and yeah. and get a response but the ones that have just you know some master's students that have just been studying for the last yeah. six years and yeah. never coached a back squat in their life they try, they can tell you the joint angles and the yeah <laughs> yeah they can and, and how to measure the torque and all yeah. that stuff in a back squat it's just like well teach someone oh, yeah. I don't know how to that's, that's so true by the youngest coach that I hired um, he was 17 at the time and he walked into the gym because I've known him because he's a freak athlete like yeah. he can uh, snatch 120 clean and jerk 150 he could probably run a four minute mile like he's a absolute a freak, mach- yeah. machine and he's such a people person things like that Yeah. and he was bad me saying he wasn't even qualified at the time yeah. Right. And he walks in and I'm like, man, you need to, this is your call. Like you yeah. should do this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Legit. I was close to paying for his, his, his CrossFit thing to yeah. go do that. Cause that, bit, bit, that covers insurance. Yeah. Not even the cert three and four. That's, that's where a few issues lie there too. But, and he was young, but he just had it all. And he, yeah. but, and I asked him like, how did you get so, so like this and he's like because he's been doing CrossFit since he was 13 years old but he was really good so he's helping people just like you were saying you like to get your athletes to to help each other and that's Mm -hmm. how he got so good he was just helping everybody at his gym and then I met him I'm like man you need to work you need to work in this industry and four years later he's older now and 
qualify. That's <laughs> but yeah, that's he awesome. he's been doing like practicing what he's preaching. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is huge. Yeah, and that's that's why I was saying I was happy about doing my cert three, like just signing up so rapidly. Yeah, I'm just getting it done. I did it online. I smashed it down like three weeks. Good, and um, so I was working. I started working as I was doing my year one at uni. So like you were saying, I was applying. Yeah, and it makes such a difference. That's so true, and it made me made me so confident too. Like in high school, man. oh fuck, I actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. In high school, I was such a shy kid, and then yeah, so that's why I love coaching now because I can give you a chance to. I can talk to people. Yeah. I've always I always wanted to be confident. Yeah, I always wanted to be it's team giving. captain when I was a soccer player. I was good enough to be a team captain. I just didn't have the leadership skills. Yeah, and then through coaching, through that, now I'm yeah. Let's see. That's awesome. but that's one thing I, I I love about the fitness industry is just the happiness it brings everyone. It's like my clients that come in, like you said, the business owners that are just cactus, and then they leave like with uh, I got another pep my step. Kind yeah, of and then they message you two hours later, like man, so th- like I'm so happy I trained. So yeah, that's like that's one thing I love too. Like the the yeah. mental that's the nice. mental health part of it is yeah, it's is huge. awesome. Yeah, just get out and move, especially with the sunshine out now. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's true. I have a couple of little questions for you to finish yeah. off. If you could give 15-year-old you one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, 15-year-old me would be... Confidence. Be confident in yourself earlier. Yeah. That, well, that's, that's the point. I was, I was not confident until I was 19 years old. Yeah. I spent those first three years super shy, like a back of the class, things like that, through the PT and becoming when they officially announced, "Hey, you're doing the most sessions." You're the youngest one here. I was that was that was that was my like, crap. I'm good at what I do. I need to. Let's see. I can pursue this. Yeah. That was cool. try be confident earlier. Used to hate it. I like it. What's your favorite fun fact? My favorite fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> Um. Oh man, I'm gonna sound boring here. Yeah? I think gym's too much of my life. That's like, that's <laughs> all. Like, I can't get away from it. All right, tell me yours. Oh fuck. Uh, a group of ducks when they're flying is called a flock. When they're on the ground, it's called a paddling. Shit. That's cool. I only learned that like two days. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't have one. I should. I should get into more of that. What are you grateful for? My parents. Um. Parents do absolutely everything for me. When I'm at, like, people say I'm, like, lazy, <laughs> far from lazy, the amount yeah. of hours and stuff I work. Yeah. But my parents gave me the opportunity to to be where I am. That's it. Like, we weren't, we weren't well off by all means, but my parents worked to send me to a private school, to send me to uni, to feed me. Like, I, I still don't even pay, I don't pay rent. Yeah, I don't pay rent. Keep that I, going as long as you can. That, that's exactly right. They'll never, they'll never yeah. expect that from me. But they've given that's me it. the opportunity. Like I've said, hey, I'll give you, make just more than them a week, and I'm like, hey, I'll get, let me give you money. Like, no, you save it. You'll need it. Things yeah. like that. My parents, what I'm grateful for. That's awesome. What's success to you? Happiness. What's happiness mean? Wanting to wake up at six a.m. every morning. <laughs> Good. So. That's one thing that you were saying that you're so busy now that you can't train. Happiness, I find so much happiness in training. Yeah. So my life, my ideal life would be to coach as many people as I can, 
to still be able to train as hard as I possibly can that day. That doesn't need yeah. to be what I'm training at now. Just as hard as I possibly can. Yeah. And be able to buy lunch every day if I wanted to. That's that, that's that's the goals for me. I don't want to be a billionaire. Yeah. I want to have enough money to go to lunch every day if I want to survive yeah. and just coach as many people as I can. That's so good. I love that. I'm very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, I don't think you need that. Yeah. It's easy to say when you don't have it, but I don't think you need that fucking you yeah. know, fancy car and fancy house yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's, you get to rock up to a place where you love to be yeah. with people you love doing it with. Yeah. It's true. It, it is true. Like I, my parents work so hard and they're always like, um, my parents work so hard that like money's everything to them, but there's some slowly, I'm slowly teaching like, hey mom, freaking yeah. 20, 24, 24, just turned 24, 24 years old, I can, <laughs> I can work kind of hard, yeah. still live and be so happy. Yeah. And they're just coming around to that, but obviously I want to. It's just, yeah. It's like almost like, I look at a training example for that. If you go that extra like 15% in terms of training, like you cactus all the time, so yeah. you can't enjoy, yeah. enjoy it and you and you, yeah, you might improve short term. You don't improve long term. Yeah. It's going to burn you out. Yeah. Same thing with with work and life and stuff. Yeah, and yeah I think oh, I really like that. You know, wanting to get up at six a.m. every day. Yeah, like that's yeah. I couldn't think of any like I was sleeping on Thursdays. It's a weird. Yeah, that's me. Yes, sir, I get yeah. to sleep on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, so we've got our days, and I feel so weird on those days because yeah. I'm not up at you know five thirty. I'm not at the gym ready to go. I'm not, you know, uh, like. I get, get to work at like 10 or 9 yeah. like, I'm like fuck I've wasted 4 hours I've yeah. wasted 3 hours you so feel sluggish. sluggish yeah yeah because you get into a pattern right but alright if you could invite 3 people to dinner who would they be and why who are the people you look up to Max Ada he's a weightlifting coach if you don't know who that is LeBron James good who's the last one oh, I'm going to say Tupac yeah good what question would you ask Tupac at dinner. Honestly, I want to know how he died. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. No, I just want to meet. I would just like to see if he is how he's portrayed. He's yeah. portrayed to be that that visionary. That, but then there's all the shady things that don't add up. And yeah. there's like I'm just so curious, like very curious watching all the documentaries. Really interesting. It's like people like look up to him so much, and then you're like these accusations and the timing makes so much sense, and then yeah. It's so weird. LeBron James is just—he's the best athlete of all of all time. In my opinion. Insane. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's obviously there's some back in the day that there's some debatable testing involved and things <laughs> like that. And yeah, like that—that's fine. That's I, fine. Like I don't care. But LeBron James, in my opinion, is the best athlete. His runs are on the board. Yeah. 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 Last question: If this was the last time I ever saw you, what would be the one piece of tangible advice you could give me to re- live the rest of my life? With. <laughs> I was from because this is the first time we've officially met. I yeah, think. yeah. One thing I, I can see for you going further is working too hard. Yeah, I can see that. Like for example, I asked you about the training. You're like, no, nah, I don't train that much anymore, which is fine. You don't yeah. have to. But well, I can yeah, see it's that relative to what I used to. Yeah, yeah. Like. But um, I could probably see you forgetting about yourself. Mm. Don't forget about yourself. That's it. But I see that. I see you. I feel like I'm two years behind her. That's what I'm, yeah. I, I feel. I'm like, when and it's I'm, cool to be able to see those people that are like doing what you love to do yeah. a couple of years ahead because you're like, okay, there's the mistakes they're making. I'm not going to make yeah. the same My day has been made that we, I walk into your gym and you're like, hey, let's go to my office. I'm like, 
oh, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that That was seriously so cool. Let's four lots down. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's nice that it's far enough away to be, yeah. be a different location, but close enough that I can yeah. be back up there in two minutes. Yeah. That's, that's honestly so cool. My next, I'm going to make sure that happens somehow for me. Good. <laughs> Mate, thank you for coming on. No sure. Fucking love the chat. How can people follow you, find you, all that kind of stuff? Instagram, oh, Sam Strength. Good. <laughs> I forget that. I was, uh, but my business name is Coach Samuel Kane. But yeah. I'm head coach of XSC Powerhouse. Anything XSC, you'll see me on. But see Instagram is pretty much my my go-to. Mate, love your work. You too.